This is Vixen John, creator of Minute Made New York, and you're listening to Minutes Heard. On today's episode of Minutes Heard, I share my conversation with Brandies, a blogger, a mom, and a clothing designer who has her own collection of clothes called Kanu Collection. And me and Brandies go way back to the days where I used to be a blogger, and me and her have stayed connected ever since. And I recently caught up with her to just talk about her latest project when it comes to Kanu and learn about its origins and just learn about her life thus far. So sit back and take a listen. Go back to the beginning, shall we? Oh gosh, okay. Oh, okay. The beginning in the sense of like the first question. We'll just do everything again. It's fine. Right, okay. Don't worry about it. We're in a different setting. It's quieter now. We don't have to worry about the streets of New York blaring behind us. I mean, the city was maybe like a character. No, like, oh, the city's always a character. Yeah. <laughs> but in the sense of the character being mad loud, that's just. <laughs> Disrespectful? Yeah, that's New York City to a T. <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah. Well, so let's start again. Okay. Yeah, so, that's why we're in Brooklyn because it's not so it's freaking loud. It is not so loud in Brooklyn. Well, depending on where you live. I, I I'm guess. I'm in East <clears throat> Flatbush, so quiet, super quiet. There's no noise. Well, I mean regular Flatbush. <laughs> I mean just the flat. Because... <laughs> <laughs> just in plain Flatbush. It's pretty quiet. It's like eerily quiet sometimes. Mm. Anyway, okay. Yeah. All right. So let's start with the first question <clears throat> again. Or. Oh yeah, okay. So, what is your motivation to get up every day and make the best of it? Just take your time. I know you already answered the question. Um, but um, yeah. I think there's like three things that are like motivating me sometimes all at the same time, sometimes like different different reasons at different times. But I guess it would be like I really don't like for people to um, have anything to say about me Mm -hmm. like I don't like I would hate for someone to be like oh my gosh Brandis had like all this potential and like now she's a crackhead Mm -hmm. or like I don't want anyone to view me as a failure which I guess leads into the second thing like I really work really hard to honor my parents legacy um I feel like they gave me a lot of tools and equipped me in life to be successful so I'd like really hate to just like when I die that there's like nothing good to be said about me that I could have left on the earth and then the last thing would be my daughter I really um like I couldn't be homeless before but like now I definitely can't be homeless like it's not a good look to be homeless with a baby. (laughs) Not a good look at all. (laughs) You're right. You know, maybe I could have, like, crashed on couches before, but now people, you know, people are, are, I I don't know, it's just different when you have a kid. It's harder to get help, I think. But, yeah, so those are the things that motivate me. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can talk regularly, you know, you don't have to whisper. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're not, like, cackling out loud now, but you can talk in your regular street voice. No, but, like, I might cackle. Okay. Well, yes, (laughs) you can cackle, but it's not going to echo throughout the the, the walls. (laughs) Like, no, I mean, I know we're in a library, and I think naturally we just, like, talk low because we don't want to be that person. 
Um, but yeah, no, talk, talk regularly. We're having a conversation. <laughs> Guys, he's talking so loud. I'm really not talking that loud. He's like talking so like Brooklyn loud. No, it's the thing is, is that it's just, it's just so quiet in here. So <laughs> me talking regularly just happens to be like I'm screaming, <laughs> and that's not the case at all. <laughs> it's just that. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, let's get into the story of Kanu. 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 My gosh, I said it right earlier. You did. Let's get into the story of Kanu. Uh, your clothing collection. So <clears throat> just talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about how it got started, what the name means, all that jazz. Sure. So Kanu Collection is a line of clothing, art, and accessories. And it pretty much started, I had this really great idea to start um, a line of head wraps that you could like not have to tie multiple times and like different people could just like put it on their head and it was like easy but I still never figured out how to make that so in uh, an effort to not waste my scraps because one of the like main principles of my company is to use the least amount of material as possible to create the least amount of waste so a lot of the things that I projects that I do come from scraps of other pieces so which is also why a lot of our stuff is limited edition because there's only so much fabric I get like there if <clears throat> if I cut earrings out of some scraps there's only so many scraps from whatever I made so there's only a certain amount of earrings so um the company came about out of my failed attempts at head wraps and um, I started making these uh, clutch purses I showed them to some of my friends who went to school for fashion and they were saying that they were you know really dope and I was like yeah they're my friends they're gonna say that (laughs) so then I started posting them on Instagram and people actually started responding very well I sold um, one of my like very first tote bags that I made I sold it for 120 bucks and I was like oh well shit I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> so um, then I had to name my company and I started like, you know, thinking um, about different names. And Kanu Collection is uh, basically African inspired and a lot of the material is um, Ankara fabric. And my daughter's uh, fiduciary sponsor is... Um, <laughs> He is from Africa, and so I kind of wanted, in a way, um, to, like, find some way to make him look really bad when my company blows up, and it's, like, named after something that means something to him, but he has no part of it. (laughs) So, um, it's, like, super petty, I guess, but that's where I'm at, or was, (laughs) That's where I was. (laughs) But anyway, so I wanted to name the company, like, after his last name. And I was like, no, that's, like, giving him too much credit. A little too direct. A little too direct. (laughs) Just just on the nose. (laughs) Just just right there. I mean, I really didn't care. At the time. Right, at the time. I mean, I still don't care. (laughs) But But you're you're more mature now. I I maybe. (laughs) That's an honest answer. I maybe care less now. 
I maybe would have chosen the same name, but maybe not for that reason. So I don't know if I'm more mature, but I definitely like care less mm-hmm. about anything uh, that has to do with that individual. Growth. That's growth. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess in some forms, right? So yeah, I was really. Oh, there's a plug right there. So high. All right, I'll talk about it later. You're kind of tall, though. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want the library to be like, "What's up there?" Excuse me. Right. I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, there's one right there, though. It's like a little more discreet. Yeah, it is a little more discreet. Look okay. at us plotting. Yeah, okay. Just, uh, Let's plot. That could be. Yes. So continue. Okay. So, um, I st- at the time I was like thinking of what I could do to like really stick it to him. So like when my company blows up, he can feel bad. Um, and I was like, you know what? Love wins every time. So I said, okay, I'm going to name my company Love. What, like, his, he, I said he's from Africa already, but, like, he's from the Mandingo tribe. And so they have a dialect, which you have to be taught verbally. It's not um, a written language, except one colonizer wrote out the whole language. And there's, like, a... English language, I start English Mandingo dictionary. So I went, I found it, looked it up, and I found out that the word for love in Mandingo is Kanu. Um, and so that is how Kanu Collection was born out of slight pettiness and also like the whole principle behind our company is like love does conquer all because love is really what drives my driving force behind my company for my daughter, right? It's because I love her, I want us her to have a great life I want to leave a legacy for her to want to live up to um and also like we're based in Brooklyn and like that's what Brooklyn is all about spreading love like I'm really proud of that I'm really proud to be able to say that I make my stuff in Brooklyn I am like I'm definitely a transplant but like I love Brooklyn for sure till I D.I.E. all right probably not till you D.I.E. but yeah I no, I'm, I will love Brooklyn till I die. Oh. I don't know if I'll be there till I die, but I mean, I don't see where else I would go. Maybe somewhere warmer. Minnesota. Fuck that. <laughs> 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 okay, not joining the family, I see. Anytime no, soon. I like Minnesota like for trips, like to go visit, right. see the scenery, <laughs> to visit. and then like come back. <laughs> Minnesota is beautiful. It's a beautiful, luxurious place. But there's, like, nothing there. Okay. All right. So you don't want to state shame. That's fine. I mean, Minnesota, I do like Minnesota. Like, I choose to go there. Right. To visit. Yes, to visit. But I will never live there. It's too cold. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's way too cold. Also, there's nothing to do there. Probably should have left, but nothing to do there. No, it's like, first, it's too cold. Oh, okay. Then there's like nothing to do. Gotcha. I've never been, so I can't relate. <laughs> you should visit in like the summertime. But what is there to do? There's like lakes there. There's like lakes. <laughs> I can go upstate for lakes. Like, no. What else y'all got? It's not. It's not the same. Lakes. <laughs> Bodies of water. Minnesota is the land of ten thousand lakes, and it's like. Is there really ten thousand lakes? I'm not sure. But I know there's a lot of lakes. Because a puddle doesn't count. Like, no, there's like literally lakes 
all there's like lakes right next to each other. There's like a lake, then there'll be like an empty little space, then another lake right next to it. Like there's a lot of lakes. Alright. But it's not one lake because they're separate. Oh, so is that where Land Lakes came in? Yes. Like, oh, Land Lakes is from Minnesota? I think so. I, I was literally just trying to be funny. No, it's true. Oh. Yeah, there's like a lot of like Native Americans in Minnesota, um, and and the Land O'Lakes symbol is the is the Native American woman with the butter. So yes. Butter. All right. We're, anyway. We're off topic. But like, there's a lot to do in Minnesota. Okay, but back on track. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> just got into a whole conversation about butter. And like, that's weird. Butter um, is delicious. Yeah, it is though. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So. You know, we talked about the company, we talked about the name. Um, right, you're talking about the inspiration in the sense of like um, it driving from the Mandingo tribe, all that stuff. So, how do you, I mean, you were, t- you were talking about this in the store, but like, how do you kind of pick out your fabrics? Like, you said you kind of have a method there. Um, well, first I go with like what I think, like what talks to me, like what I see that I just think is beautiful personally. Um, and then the second part is I look for different colors and trends like from um, New York Fashion Week from the runways, um, just like everybody else, like except for the people who are debuting on the runways. <laughs> but yeah, generally I look at trends like I, for this fall, I was telling you earlier that like burgundy and mustard are like going to be two hot colors this fall. And so like. I'm looking for that. I know that there was like a lot of like red and floral prints. And then um, there's tons and tons of like still like prints aren't going anywhere. I even went in Versace the other day and like they have this like deconstructed print. It re- it reminded me a lot of like Ankara. It, it like kind of made me angry. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It was like it was being colonized but like you can't exactly say that because it's like deconstructed so then it's like open to interpretation i don't know like i don't know that's just how i felt looking at it but i also have like i look at ankara fabric every day all day so maybe i just think everything looks like that maybe it's me how how is the um well i mean Okay, so you're clearly into fashion. You're clearly into just the... Right? It's safe to say you're into, like, fashion, fashion trends. Right. Keep up with that. Um, how... I guess in the sense of, like, your audience or the people that you're trying to target, right? How... How in tune do you feel like they are with African-inspired... Um, like, African-inspired clothing and design in comparison to, like, I guess, more European design? Um, I think one thing about myself, like, being an American, um, I have a different perspective on fashion than a lot of people who traditionally work with these fabrics who are, like, African women and men. Um, And so, like, the way that I look at silhouettes and the way that... I interpret fashion is totally different than they do even if I was making something that was going to be considered like a traditionally African like I still have my like American perspective on that and so as far as my target audience I think 
that a lot of my silhouettes and designs are pretty unique for um, what people are used to seeing people do with Ankara. Um, even as far as like making it it's like stuff you can wear every day. Because a lot of people think that like Ankara is either like you have a dashiki or you have like some like super formal something. Like nobody's really making Ankara print leggings. Um, I also like mix a lot of fabric, so I use Ankara fabric um, as well as jersey, so it can like offer more comfortability as well as um, just like a different. It's more it makes it more functional, um, and it's a different look. Like nobody is doing that. If they start doing it, it's because they're copying me, and I like I I stand strongly by that. <laughs> Do you have a trademark on your stuff or like on some so the, pending? The problem with fashion design is that you can't, like you can't you can't patent designs. You can only patent like things that are functional. So if I made some like new clothing technology. I could get a patent on the tech, like the clothing technology, but I can't like patent like the sweatshirt design or whatever, mm. because there's like you can't patent art either. So there, it's like a slippery slope because I did start like for a long time I was afraid to put out certain things because I really do have like fun fresh ideas I do a lot of stuff that like people don't do or like people are doing it but they're not using Ankara Mm. or just like I don't know I've like created things that like now I see so like for example my fabric earrings they're totally made of fabric there's like a lot of people like cover fabric with wood or cover wood with fabric or they cover plastic with fabric, um, which can like stretch your earlobes. Mm. So like I have these like all fabric earrings, and as we saw today when I went in the store, the like the place that I shop for my fabric is like kind of biting me a little bit. By a little, you, <clears throat> you mean a lot. <laughs> Not like a nibble bite, like a huge chomp. But the thing is, like, I don't give up my secrets, right? So, like, they still don't... They don't know how I made these earrings totally out of fabric on both sides. Ah. Right? That's the secret. Right. Okay. So... Don't... don't, You don't have to worry about me swagger jacket. (laughs) I am not into design for clothing (laughs) or fashion. So, secret's safe for me. Unless people listen to this and then it's just like, oh, that's what she's doing. Oh, no. No, I still didn't give up the secret. I still didn't tell you what the secret... There's a secret in the secret? There is... (laughs) There's a secret how I got fabric on both sides. <laughs> that it's not like you. S- okay. Oh, I. Anyway, I, yeah. I'm not giving that up. But. Fair. Yeah, there's like a few things. Like, so, for example, like what I was saying earlier about like using Ankara with Jersey. Now, I know for a fact that I'm not like uh, reaching here. Okay. So, there's an artist that I know and have worked with who follows me on Instagram. I've, like, made clothing for this person. So I'm watching an episode of uh, Being Mary Jane, Mm -hmm. and this artist's song starts playing, Mm -hmm. 
At the same time that Mary Jane has on an outfit that looks like something that I would have made. Like for a second, I looked at it and I was like, wait, <laughs> is, that, is that my work? I know it's not, like clearly. But like the, the idea of wearing the, the Ankara in the front with the jersey material on the back. Like I walk around the whole uh, New York City like that. You're going to tell me that they didn't see that and copy that and we have like mutual people in common? Is it a coincidence or is it another uh, case of swagger jacking? I think they definitely swagger jacked me. Okay, saying that on the record, you've been swagger jacked by this artist who. No, the artist didn't do it. Whomever made that outfit uh, or whomever ordered that outfit, like, I don't think there's. Honestly, what are the chances that someone made something in a style like mine? And then in the same episode, someone that I personally know song starts playing. Mm. I don't think the person who did the song, I'm just saying, I think whoever's on that team uh, knows of us gotcha. all collectively. Gotcha. Right. The circle's too small. Basically. Right. Mm. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's mm. impossible that somebody didn't peep that. I was like, oh, let's make da 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 da. Now, my question is, was Mary Jane wearing this uh, outfit? Yes. The Mary Jane of the show? Yes. Ah. Uh, Gabrielle Union. So it's Gabby's fault. This is blame Gabby. <laughs> Probably she's the one. She's I mean, she doesn't style herself, so... Oh, so Gabby leaked it to the stylist. Though, I mean, I don't know. Somebody <laughs> somebody did something. Somebody. Oh. Well, someone's getting uh, cease and desist. <laughs> so just watch your backs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, just to wrap up. Um, okay. Oh, I think you asked me earlier about how did I start sewing. Did I? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking we about didn't it. Fi- well, I was just saying we didn't finish answering that. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. So get, get into that. Like, how did you start? Um, so I started sewing probably when I was like 12 or 13. Um, my mother and my grandmother uh, taught me how to sew, um, as well as my home ec teacher, Mrs. Walsh. Um, so, yeah. But even before that, I had started sewing like Barbie clothes out of my mother's scraps. So, like, I've been using scraps to do stuff for a long time so I was like seven eight making clothes for my barbies like but a collection so like matching outfits out of like all of the scraps um and then I just kind of let that go for years I really was convinced by this like you know like these are the kind of things that you just do like for fun like as a hobby like yeah, you might be a poet or an artist, but, like, you need a regular job. And, like, I was really bound by that mindset for so long. And then um, having my daughter, um, well, so I moved to New York to, like, get out of that, right? Like, get out of working in retail, and that's why I went to the new school. But, like, not having the support of my parents who were deceased like the reality was like I had to get a job I had to pay my bills or like I was going to be screwed um and homeless so having my daughter really forced me um into the position of like making a choice I felt like how am I going to tell my daughter that she should follow her dreams and she can do anything if I'm like really never giving myself that chance so I started feeling really hypocritical and so I took the leap and it hasn't been the easiest but like I am constantly getting like breaks everywhere like people 
are really a lot of people are really supportive of like women entrepreneurs and women entrepreneurs who are mothers so I've been like finding a lot of support from the community in New York City support from people out of state like the majority of my custom orders come from people out of state so it's a real honor to be able for people to trust me with per their like personal information like their measurements that's like really um intimate for someone to know like how wide your bosom is or like how wide your hips are people get like a caught up a lot in those numbers people don't talk about how much they weigh um so for people to trust me not only to like create beautiful things for them but to also like with their personal info that may make them feel insecure i like i don't take that lightly so you were going to ask me something in closing oh gosh well that response alone was just amazing (laughs) (laughs) now i feel like i have nothing else to say um no i was just going to ask um just in the sense of like the the message for your clothing line like what type of message would you like to convey i mean okay love obviously right right that's that's the main thing but you know as you move forward seeing that you've been doing this for a while like what is i guess the next thing that someone could get out of this line for you that will kind of fulfill you in a sense of like you because you were talking about earlier in the sense of like you know um you want to you don't want anyone to kind of like look at you and see like failure you know what i mean so like through this line like what what would be i guess what i mean if you don't see it now what would be the scenario what would be the instance to where you could say like successfully like you made it or this is successful i don't know if i have anything like definitely in mind i know but i do know it involves me like being able to pay all of my bills on time and like not being worried about it (laughs) and being able to take a trip if I feel like it and get a babysitter whenever I want like actually you know what I will know when I made it when I can afford a security and a nanny like that for me will let me know I recently started teaching um, an after school program Um, it's called I'm so dope and I teach um, middle schoolers right now how to basic basic sewing skills. Um, so I'm actually really hoping that that will take off. I really prefer teaching. Not that I don't like to sew. Like, I think it's fun. But I would really like to be to the point where it's so hard to get me to sew that I can charge an astronomical amount of money to create something for someone so I think that like that will be success for me when I can be like yeah I don't really sew anymore but (laughs) if you want to write me a really big check (laughs) I have a slew of children that can sew right for you no, that's like that's like child labor. Oh We're my just god! Joking. That I, that is nothing to joke about. But yes, no, I thought that's where you were going. It's like, whoa, that's dark. No. <laughs> that is heavy. No, whoa. no, no, no. <laughs> is this the whole program? Oh my god! It's no, like, absolutely not. Left turns. No. Um, 
No, I don't want to. Do not want to like violate child labor laws. Yeah, that's that's not good. Never okay. No, I'm just hoping that I can like actually teach. Not I guess take that company or that branch of my company and just like teach kind of full time. Mm-hmm. Oh, teaching like adults, like how to. No, I will never teach adults. Oh, ouch. Okay. Um, adults are the worst. I'm good on adults. You're an adult. <laughs> yourself yeah it's not the same oh no i don't know teaching adults is not easy i know how to do it (laughs) (laughs) i know how to like admit when i don't know something i know how to like fairly take criticism and i don't think i know everything Mm -hmm. so i think i'm an easy adult to teach okay fair um aside from the fact that i just have like a curiosity about learning in -hmm. general a lot of adults don't have those attributes about themselves. Mm. And so I just find it much... Uh, my personality meshes better with kids. So I'm teaching middle schoolers right now, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Mm. And then um, hopefully I'll be able to start teaching high school kids because I think they'll be able to pick it up a little faster. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're having a lot of fun. But yeah, my my point is I hope to not have to like be on my sewing machine as much or to be able to just like hire someone to sew for me. Mm-hmm. All that all that'd be amazing. Yeah. No, okay, I see what you're saying. But with the program, so like, I mean, cuz this program sounds dope like how Oh gosh, we're just diving deep. Okay, no, I'm not going to go too deep. Too, <laughs> but okay, so with with the program, you're teaching elementary kids? Middle school kids. Middle school, okay. You're teaching mm-hmm. middle school kids how to sew. So at the end of it is like, they do like a fashion show. So that was like the... Because if that's not happening, you should definitely make it happen. Okay, so like that was my proposal. Oh, oh my gosh. The fashion runway. I'm so dope at this show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. And then you're the judge. And you get two other judges. <laughs> and then it's just like, someone's a Tim Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Actually, oh, Heidi, what is this? Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn left Project Runway, and they're starting a new show on Amazon. Yes, I heard about that. I'm like, how the fuck do I get on that bitch? <laughs> because I was watching Project Runway, and I was like, so this isn't even, like, you can get famous on this show mm-hmm. without, one, without winning, and two, without having, like, extreme technical skills, because right. that's what actually was, like, holding me back from auditioning this year. I was like, yeah, but they just like, I just don't know if I have the technical, because I I didn't go to design school. I didn't, I only, I went to Parsons, but I took like painting classes. I did not take any fashion studies. So I was like really, you know, I really discouraged myself from it. And when I sat down and watched the, the last season, I was like, ain't this some shit? Look what I talked myself out of. Because there were definitely people on that show that I can, like, out-sew, out-design, out-pattern make. And I was, it was a lesson for me, like, not to, like, doubt myself or second-guess myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I actually really do want to know, like, what's up with that new show? <clears throat> and how can I get on it? Because I, like, have dreams of Heidi Klum, like, being in my life, like... Heidi, if you hear this, (laughs) 
Not in a lesbian way. No, no, as in just being like... <laughs> like your, a mentor way. Yeah, your mentor mother or something. Yes. Yeah, I get it. No, <laughs> obviously I wasn't thinking of the latter. So. No. I mean, we're definitely going on another love turn right now, but like... Apparently, I give off a lot of lesbian vibes. According to whom? Lesbians? Or lesbians and and cis dudes. Cis dudes. They don't count. You know they don't count. (laughs) (laughs) Their opinions are always over the place. Their opinions are trash anyway. (laughs) You can't can't take them too seriously. Like I thought you were talking about like from other lesbians. No, but like lesbians do hit on me all the time. Like well, that would that would be more validated in their regards of sending that from you, but guys. I, whatever the point is, I don't know. But that's weird. I, yeah, <laughs> it's not weird, I don't know. but it's just like I don't think a cis dude should be saying like, "Oh, you give me some lesbian vibes." Like, I don't even like he d- he, vibes. he told know. me this is exactly what he said to me. He said when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. right? So like I'm talking to him. This is like oh, an acquaintance at the time. So we're talking on the phone, and he's like, "I just can't believe you're pregnant." I was like. Right, the same. Fa- he just made this face, like, okay. what the fuck, right? So he's like, I can't, I just can't believe you're pregnant. And I was like, What did you think? I didn't want to have kids, right? Right, so you are a woman. Right. I mean, not saying you're obligated to have children as a woman, but right, like, still, but like, what? Because this is like someone I used to work with, okay? Ah, so I'm like, I don't know what would have made you think I didn't want to have kids. He's like, Oh, it's just that I thought you were a lesbian. Ah, uh, right. And it is a known fact that lesbians don't can't have kids. Children. Right. Right. They it's can't. right. It's biologically impossible. Right. Oh, There's man. like no way for them to reproduce. This guy's onto something. Oh, God Seriously. damn. <laughs> and that's actually pretty much what I told him. I was like, even if I was a lesbian, like how does that I just like hear someone creeping behind us. Oh. They're like not creeping anywhere else in this whole library. <laughs> So, <laughs> anyhow, uh, yeah, that's what he said. And I asked him, like, are you sure? Like, are you sure that that would make me lesbian? Because I know lesbians with kids. Famous ones, not famous ones. <laughs> Single ones. Oh, boy. Anyway, so, yeah. I said once again, and you want to take the opinions of, of cis men when it comes to orientation? Really? No, he didn't say it. He didn't say lesbians can't have kids. That no, was the point saying, that I made to him. Just in the general gist of, right. of a cis the scope. male coming at you like, oh, yeah, you definitely give me some. Oh, oh girl. Oh, please. Get out of here. <laughs> Go fly a kite. Like, right? That's the worst. Thanks for listening to this episode of Minutes Heard. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow or subscribe to Minute Maid New York on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. Do you have a minute?